0: Welcome to episode 86 of the PA Um, This is Rob <laughs> along with Joel on this wonderful Wednesday night. How are you?
1: Doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, I would say, how are you doing? But you are currently shot. <laughs> I'm okay. <to> clear yourself.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <out>
1: <laughs> we were good for like the first five, five minutes <laughs> before recording. Intro music goes on and then your body's like, not today, sir. Yeah. Or not tonight, actually. doing
0: okay. Thank you. Doing all right? Despite yeah. you? <laughs> spite of my... I, this cold that just sprung on me at the moment's notice.
1: Dude, everyone's dropping like flies with colds. Yeah. And some people have been getting COVID a lot. So it's kind of scary. Yeah, this
0: that is the, oh, that's why Jokic is in up. tonight. That's right. He's in health and safety protocols. Um, That's that, what it is. Yeah, that's mm. right. I, someone else is in there, too. Um, There's another player that's in health and safety. I, I remember... Bones? Yeah, maybe... I gotta check. Uh, Bones. I've seen a few people um, listed as um, health and safety protocols. Uh, yeah, Bones Island, but he is—he uh, was available tonight, though. Weirdly. Oh, but Jokic is hmm. out. I don't know. Ben Simmons isn't right. Uh, well, you actually have to be on an active <laughs> roster. To... <laughs> hmm.
1: Yo, how do you, how do you feel about that? Honestly, what? Indifferent. Ben Simmons. Now that, like, obviously. He was here. What, you, the saga are You ended. saying the name. Yes. Ben Simmons. i uh, st- um, still hate. him. I'm just saying like in general, like are you still like anti about it or all is good? He's someone else's problem. Cause now he's basically career lows across the board. Mm-hmm. Now you're hearing whispers that players and ownerships are having mm-hmm. the same issues we had. And he's coming off the bench and the backup center. Oh,
0: he's coming off the bench now.
1: Oh, yeah, wow. I don't. Know, I don't know about tonight if they play tonight, Boy, but that disintegrated I quickly, think... didn't it?
2: Hmm. I was a backup. Tnt covered it.
0: I don't know. I don't like wish harm on the guy or anything, but uh, I'm glad he's not the problem here anymore. I am. I am grateful mm-hmm. he's gone. I mean, listen. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I didn't talk myself into him. I thought he was going to be a good player coming out of college. Did I think he was going to be oh, a yeah, superstar? Sure. Probably not. I mean, the, the lack of shooting kind of hurt him, but for sure I talked myself into him, I and mean, he looked pretty darn good as a rookie. And you know that little run they went on toward the end of the year when they beat all the bad teams, uh, and they went what was yeah, it like right. sixteen straight without Embiid? I mean, he looks like a. He, he, honest to God, if you look, if you go back and look at the highlights from that run, he looked like a totally mm-hmm. different player. The confidence that he had and his ability to just run an offense and the, the running gun style offense that they were using with you know Bellinelli mm-hmm. and Reddick and all this guys, he's he is and always will be a guy that just needs to be surrounded by better players. He's not the guy you can build around and hope that he, you know, takes you to the next level. So, I mean, now looking seeing his decline this rapidly, um yeah. You wonder if maybe he's still hurt, if he is hurt at all, or if the confidence is shot, What's the or, back. I mean, if he just doesn't want mm-hmm. to be an an ball player. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think he needs to I thought I I think I may have even said it before he needed to just go to like a Sacramento or in Oklahoma City, like a low, a small market where there's no pressure. Being in Brooklyn with two of the best players in the league, that's not exactly where you want a, a mental midget to be. Now you got Durant, you know, crapping on his teammates too.
1: That, I mean, that came out of nowhere, but yeah, when I saw it, not surprised. No, but, but no, I understand the point that he was making, mm-hmm. and people kind of jumped to conclusions. but I understand the point.
0: Yeah, listen, I mean, like
1: you can't. That's not a winnable roster. Yeah, no, he, Kevin Durant and a bunch of scrubs. He's not wrong. Not gonna win you a NBA championship. He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. No,
0: I mean, LeBron came out and said that we <laughs> uh, half the world would love him, half the world would hate it. Durant coming out and saying it. Well, yeah, I, I kind of see it, and it's no coincidence that the day after he says that, you know, for for reference, um, Durant came out and said something. He he named the four guys he was playing with, and he said with all Harris, their, yeah, Claxton, it was a Royce. Claxton, Kessler, Edwards, or whatever. And he, he said, with all due respect, that's not a championship team. Like, I'm, I'm kind of working with – I have to do what I can when I'm working with these players. And it's no coincidence yeah. the, fol- the following day, it comes out that Kyrie Irving is nearing the end of his little process of um, returning to action in the eyes of Joe Sy. So, I mean, all it took was Durant crapping on his teammates for Kyrie to all of a sudden be close to playing again, so.
1: I don't know, man. I think the are is a dysfunctional mess. Oh, yeah. He's got to blow up that entire team.
0: Uh, Do you think they uh, should have hired Imei Udoka and just doubled down on the whole nonsense thing? Or you think it's a good thing that they brought in or that they're going with Jacques
2: Vaughn?
1: Go with Jacques because you're already a circus clown. You don't want to bring that yeah. attention. Yeah. It takes away from the guys and everything. It just be an absolute shit show.
0: Yeah, the email right Udoka now. thing is really, um, it's really weird. You because...
1: bring him in after the season, sure. If Vaughn doesn't work yeah. out, sure, bring him after, but not right now. It's
0: weird because he's he's suspended by the Celtics, right? So in theory, the Sixers yes. could fire Rivers right now and then just hire Udoka. And he's not suspended by the Sixers; he's suspended by the yeah. Celtics. So it may, maybe it just has to do with like pay and things like that or service time. But it's interesting because Udoka, by letter of the law didn't do anything illegal. It, it's different from, you know, if he was like consensual, yeah, it's different on if, top of that. If he like shot the woman in the office and like, <laughs> or like was like racist toward her or something, but he, Rubbly it was abusive. a consensual thing, but it was just against company policy, which is again, it's technically not allowed. It's very, it's a very interesting thing.
1: Uh, and it's just that's their personal business. It just became yep. a big whole show. They handled handled it poorly. Oh, That was
0: horrible. That's but, horrible uh, PR from the from the Celtics. Did you see by the oh, way yeah. that the Nets were hiring a PR director a few weeks ago? <laughs> Somebody found a <laughs> listing. It might have even been on like Indeed or something where um, they were hiring a PR director. It was right after the Kyrie Irving thing, right after the Emo Doka thing, in the midst of um, <laughs> people asking about Durant's trade. So apparently, Durant, the Sixers are interested in him again. I'm confused as to how the timing no. works on that. I, see again, no. this this could also just be one of these fake accounts on Twitter that has a little badge. So, well, apparently about that because you do have a
1: badge. Apparently, certain I've only seen this from teams. Certain teams, they'll say like, I would say know, like a fish Philadelphia bite. Union, right? Yeah, Philadelphia Union, the badge, the, the at Union, but under at Union, it would say in. Like very
0: like it's like a faint font. Right? It'll
1: say a fi- a faint font that says official. Yeah, that kind of just tells you like this is the official official account instead of what it was before. Yeah, simplicity of it, the badge. The problem. So is... you open the
0: floodgates for everyone
1: to get a badge. Then you have to add a separate faint
0: font that says this. This one is actually the official. Yeah. So I'm scrolling through Twitter, and some of these people like probably should be verified, like John Boy Media. Is, a lot of people is verified be. <laughs> is verified, but right beneath their name, they don't have official. So it's like they they get yeah. paid for it. You can click the badge and see if they paid for it or not. Like beat writers are the side just saw a tweet that said Cody, Cody Bellinger is the Cubs' number one um, center field target this offseason. This could be you or me tweeting. This guy's got 600 followers, but are they really a beat writer or like it's very confusing? I don't know.
1: I'm just waiting for the next like. Big old entertainment thing to
0: drop, and then
1: I'll just pay the eight dollars to get a badge. Like, if Will Smith slapped (laughs) Chris Rock like yesterday, I'm telling you, within seconds, everyone will be verified. (laughs) Will Smith's right hand, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) the official, yeah. Will Smith's agony. (laughs) I was sweating by the time I hit his face. (laughs) I don't know, that's the tooth that comes out, (laughs) deserved it.
0: One of my favorite tweets. I have his
1: makeup left on my on my
0: face right now. One of my favorite tweets that came out of the um the the little verified um I guess era last week. I I think we're officially one week into me being verified. Um <laughs> yeah you are albeit fake. Um it won't let me change my name so my name is just Rob parody for the rest of my life I guess. Um <laughs> one of my favorite tweets from the first night of um verified Twitter was somebody pretending to be OJ and said God I'm glad I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that is probably top tier tweet yeah, that, right that, that there that would be one of my favorite that and the doja cat one of my favorites <laughs> what happened with doja cat Doja Cat tweeted so her name was christmas i guess she's either like in the christmas spirit or maybe has a single coming out having to do with christmas she tweeted at mm-hmm. elon and was like hey elon i can't change my name uh like verified people can't change their names now like it's a weird thing in the algorithm i guess he goes you should be able to now and she changed her name to at elon musk <laughs> And um, made her picture a picture of Elon as like a kid. She said, "Got it, thank you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the trolls! Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so you are now Rob Parody. Yeah. How do
0: you feel about the name change? Uh, I I can't tell you. I don't know. I'm not the real one. I'm not the real Rob. Do we, do we, do we call you Parody so, or Rob Parody? RP. I tried to RP. Um, <laughs> I actually. So what I did is I did it just to see if it worked, and then I I unsubscribed <laughs> from it. And I was like, damn, what I should have done is I should have verified the Wolves account. So I go into the Wolves account on Twitter and I go, I go to verify it. You can't verify two accounts on one device. So I got to wait a month. But by by December 7th, the Wolves aren't going to be relevant. We were still playing at the time. I tried to get verified. Now, I, if I verify them in December, who cares I'm wasting eight bucks. Hmm.
1: Eight months, I mean, eight bucks, one fee. Or monthly,
0: Um, it, it's a monthly thing, but it's it, like you, you pay yeah. it up front, Um. Ooh, interesting here. Uh, what's what's, got, what's developing? Uh, I'll read that in a second. Uh, it's eight. It's seven ninety nine plus tax, I guess, and then um, mm-hmm. it becomes kind of like how Netflix is on your account. Like it just it becomes a rollover fee every month unless you cancel it. So I went in and canceled it. Oh, automatic, yeah. So I canceled gotcha. it, which means at the end of my cycle, I won't have it anymore. But it's still there until the end of the thirty days. Um, the MLB is investigating whether or not the Mets and Yankees communicated improperly on Aaron Judge. What? Yeah, I'm interested. Well, it's fucking. It's a ESPN Plus article, so I can't read it. Um, oh, my God. So I guess God. I'll wait for someone to screenshot it and tweet it. My, my guess is there's something <laughs> – I don't know. Cohen did say he doesn't want to get into a bidding war over Judge, and he wouldn't take him away from the Yankees. I don't think the MLB should be investigating that. I think the Players Association is more likely to investigate that because I feel like that's a, a – kind of like a like a cousin of tampering because Cohen is His cousin, a cousin that is tampering because, because he's taking money out of Judge's pocket and the players union doesn't care about the teams they care about their players yeah oh I don't God. know who Judge is represented by but I know Scott Boris will be on the doorstep the second that comes out
1: <laughs> are you telling me right now that they're willing to give up Nimmo Bassett, hmm. DeGrom and Walker
0: and walker to get one aaron judge honestly if i'm the mets i know we went deep into it last week i'm looking at catcher as i'm looking at a stopgap catcher i'm going after somebody i know contreras doesn't make sense there because they have this kid um alvarez that might be ready but james mccann was one uh, objectively one of the worst ball last year and tomas nito is a good defensive catcher but he can't hit worth a lick And I know that team's pretty good offensively, so they can maybe afford to have a bad bad catcher, but they just... Like a Maldonado. Also, by the way, before we get into the uh, NFL, which we're going to do in a second, Buck Showalter, winning manager of the year. I know I said (laughs) it because I thought he would be the guy. You did. But Mm -hmm. it's pretty comical when you think about it. He he blew a a 10.5 game lead in the division and then had to play in a playoff series that otherwise they wouldn't have had to play in had they clinched the division and they lost in three games. And they got one win in the playoffs for their 100-and-whatever-win season. So pretty comical they would give it to him. Rob Thompson came in fifth in the voting. Also worth noting, Aaron Nola came in fourth in the NL Cy Young voting um, in spite of having probably mm. the second-best resume. And Jason Stark, local Philly writer. So every award, I think we touched on this last year, every award has two writers per team, like two people that – like two people that cover the Phillies, two people that cover the Diamondbacks, to be able to co- cut. Okay. So, and it's kind of Local. selected at random. And you kind of cycle through what you do uh-huh. each time you do it. And Jason Stark was representing the Phillies for the, A- the NL Cy Young. And I would prefer him to be obviously objective, but he put Nola fifth. Yikes. And someone else actually had Edwin Diaz second. Um, so, I mean, he was dominant for he sure. Was, that was the but... only second place vote. So... The person that put Diaz second, and this is absurd. Oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, the person that put Diaz second is uh, John R. Denton from com, works for the uh, Cardinals. He, Sandy Alcantara was a um, unanimous award winner for the uh, Cy Young. He put Diaz number two, um, Julio Arias third, Kyle Wright fourth, and Ryan Helsley Who? fifth. So completely leaving off um, Nola and uh, Max Fried. <laughs> And Carlos Rodon. Um, someone salty. Yeah. yeah, true. It's pretty dumb that they're able to do this. I don't know. That's my uh, my mini uh, gripe.
1: I always hated the baseball purists and all the logic that goes into that shit when they, co- when they do the Dude, voting. All you and have so. to do is
0: write about a team for 10 years, and you become a, uh, a member of the BBWAA, which is the Baseball Writers Association of America, and you become um, allowed to vote on the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. So you and me can write a, an article every week for the the Atlantic City Courier Times for The next 10 yeah, years. for every week and just say the uh the Philly of the week is Matt Vierling and and write twenty words on it. He had a single on Thursday and didn't strike out on Friday. And then ten years from now we get to vote on whether or not David writes Hall of Famer.
1: Well it might be less than ten years because now with Twitter and all, you can just verify sure. yourself and just keep doing it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and just show up at these games once I'm
0: me. We're live here at City Field. Me, did the Yankees get banned yet? Nope. Still not banned. Um, banned? Yikes. Oh, no. uh,
1: Aaron Ola should have got a little higher for sure. But say, shout out to City Alcantara. Know, what, what, what it was a good incredible for him. Season You're for
0: him. Um, Believe it or not, it was actually traded once upon a time for Marcel Ozuna. The uh, the Marlins traded yeah, the that. Marlins traded Ozuna to the Cardinals <laughs> for Sandy Alcantara, Magnuris Sierra, and um, Zach Gallen, and then they flipped Zach Gallen to the Diamondbacks for Jazz Chisholm. So they made out pretty well from that deal. What a solid yeah, name. Jazz Chisholm's a good player. Sandy Alcantara, <laughs> one of the, still probably underrated. He's uh, arguably one of the top five pitchers yeah. in baseball, honestly, and he's super durable. You're playing in Florida, yeah.
1: Playing in Florida, and that Marlins team is usually like always a fire sell away from just repeating history. And but the Phillies rocked him a couple yeah. times, maybe three starts Weirdly in enough, a row. The, so the
0: Marlins had their number for the last 10 years, and they beat him, I think, three times this year. They faced him five yeah. and they beat him three. And the one game they I think the last three times, yeah, the one time they didn't was uh, the game we read for my birthday when they blew it in the ninth, they were up two one. Yikes, yeah.
1: Sorry, <laughs> but um, all right. Let's just transition to a a wild week. Ten it was. Where would you like to start? I put three bulletins down. Obviously, more things happened. <laughs> <laughs> more things happened, but three bulletin boards that kind of stuck I out. I guess for me.
0: I'll leave my words here. Um, the uh the Raiders Oops. lost to an ESPN get up analyst. Um, I'll leave my words. The Raiders are my luck and I'm still <laughs> under 500 unlocks, which is exciting. Um, what a what a hor- horrendous whatever. The, the Raiders stink. I, I'm done. I'm I'm out on them.
1: And naturally, on Friday's episode, I might take the Raiders if they play. Because as soon as you you're out of a team, mm-hmm.
0: they just resurrect and yeah, just they, they burn you. Good. Uh, by the way, so uh, before we get too sidetracked or whatever, we might as well get sidetracked now. Um, I just saw a tweet: six uh, feet of snow are expected for the Sunday the, the Browns game. Uh, both running backs in yeah, Buffalo. Both, both running backs are shorter than six feet. So, so Nick Chubb is, um, I think, it says five eleven, and then Devin Singletary is five seven. So, uh, how's that going to work?
2: Hmm.
1: How tall is Josh Allen?
0: Uh, six, six what, seven, what, four. I
1: You can have Josh Allen as your leading blocker. And that's when you know you'll see Singletary. <laughs> and with Chubb, Chubb look like he can run right through the snowbank. <laughs> Won't be stopped. So I think I it would be fun. Yeah. I mean, uh, if it's anything like Philadelphia versus Detroit yeah. at the link, I'm all for it. So I was, I was actually that. just
0: talking to one of my colleagues about that earlier today. I remember that game. So that game started at one oh five or whatever. I left my yeah. house, my parents' house when I was living there. <laughs> To go to wawa because i was hungry to get food about 15 minutes before one o'clock it was about twelve forty ish and the the wawa literally is one turn and then you go down a block and then another turn and you're there so it's about a 10 minute walk so but i drove there i got home with about four yeah. minutes left in the first quarter <laughs> <laughs> and I got in and Jesus the, you Christ. couldn't see the lines on the field and you couldn't see the numbers. They black superimposed numbers on the field to clash against the snow. That game was exciting. I mean,
1: I don't know how it would be in person. I guess it would be fun, but you're just miserably I mean, cold. You're
0: miserable knowing you got to go dig your car out and somehow get on 95. <laughs> yeah, right. In God's name, we're going to do that.
1: Thank God. That's probably one of the good things of not <laughs> living in the city. Sure. Um, I would be tempted, to, tempted to go to mostly all the games, you know, and then that happens.
0: So let's talk about this. I uh, this it. Uh, this, uh, this clown show that is the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> uh, so Matt Ryan, uh, contrary to what we thought last week, got the start for the Colts. Um, twenty one of twenty eight, a touchdown. Not no hurt there. Jonathan Taylor seems to be back. Twenty two uh, rushes, one hundred forty seven yards, a touchdown. He also had a couple, or had uh, two catches. Paris Campbell scored a touchdown. That was a one-score from Matt Ryan. And then I believe the defense scored a touchdown. Am I wrong? No, they only, sc- they only scored. Oh, okay. They scored two rushing touchdowns. That's right. Matt Ryan um, had a longer rush in that game than like seven um, like prominent running backs. Uh, did you see him scramble for like 20 yards? I did. He looks. Everybody <laughs> looks like Marcus Mariota. just like If you put him in like .25 speed. <laughs>
1: An extra payoff.
0: He looked like absolute slow. Derek Carr wasn't... I think Tom Brady
1: can probably be faster than him.
0: 100%. Derek Carr wasn't terrible. Um, I thought he played okay. Um, Devontae Adams put up his numbers as he always does. Josh Jacobs was pretty good. It's weird because looking at the box score doesn't tell the whole story. The game was flat, and it was really crap. And I don't really know how the Raiders lost, except for the, um, I guess, the power of the new coach. I guess they got the new bump. The The defense. Yeah. 25 20, it looks like the score was pretty awful game. And uh, Plus, that probably pulls the Raiders out of uh playoff contention now, too. Uh, I,
1: possibly, maybe with a game or two, just to be I mean, on the safe they, side, but yeah, on
0: the table. And even then, you're still looking at a miracle they're doing
1: this without their two uh other wideouts, yeah, Waller, yeah, Waller and Waller's Renfro. Out,
0: Renfro's out, and Adams played well. But and, and like I said, Carr wasn't terrible but I, he didn't really do anything to blow you away. It's just weird. Jeff Saturday comes in. It really looks uncomfortable on the sideline. And I think <laughs> yeah. I mentioned it before. He was three and seven in his last uh, year coaching uh, high school. That was 2020. And yeah, he was the yeah. first head coach in NFL history to come in with no collegiate or professional experience, which is nuts. So, I mean, I don't even know what to say.
1: I mean, I said it last week. Foul play. Come on now, you have a relationship with your former, you know, boss basically, and he's desperate to get back on the winning trails ever since Manning left and Rivers, to an extent. Do
0: you think he is?
1: So he's like, you know what? Fuck, him. bring him yeah. in with no experience whatsoever. No experience. You have Reggie Wayne on staff. Yeah, Reggie Wayne on staff, and you don't even give him a shot. You give Jeff Saturday. Yep. off the get-up yeah. set to come in and beat the Raiders in Vegas on top now, of that. Which
0: is funny because the Raiders signed their previous coach out of a, of a TV booth after 10 years of not coaching. So,
1: I, I, Do you think Saturday is just there to t- try
0: to lure Rodgers to Indianapolis? I don't know. Maybe I, I don't think know. that um, – he can go to Dallas for all I think I think this offseason, Rodgers gets traded to the Colts, and then the Packers double down and trade Jordan Love also. And they trade him to the Saints mm. in a package that would get them Michael Thomas. And then they go balls to the wall and draft a quarterback in, uh, in the first round. They go get Bryce Young. Or maybe they won't be high enough to get him. They'll get somebody else. They'll get C.J. Stroud or this um, Anthony Richardson or somebody like that.
1: I mean, you have to be really high up on the board to make some kind of deal like that. Yeah. Are you just giving up a lot at this yeah. point then to, for mid-pit,
0: mid-pit? For sure. Uh, next game to talk about, this is the, probably the game of the year with the, the catch of the year, probably the catch of the decade, honestly. The uh, the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> defeating the Buffalo Pills. Um, how's this for excitement? Uh, Joe Davis calls the World Series and turns around and goes and calls this game. Um it sounded familiar. Yeah. It when I heard it, I'm like, he sounds familiar, but I'm it's, not gonna it's, say it's, it's the, the baseball is, guy. The next Joe Buck. The Vikings in this yeah, right. game were down uh, 27 to 17 in the third quarter. They come back. They come roaring back. Kirk Cousins with the game of his life. Um, so we, let's just fast forward to the to close to the end. Vikings ha- Vikings yeah. have it on the one yard line, half yard line. They opt to okay. sneak it. With um, with Kirk Cousins, did you have you did you actually see this? I know you said you watched like a little bit of a condensed game. Yes,
1: yeah. no, I saw the I saw the okay. whole sequence from like that fourth quarter. But let's go play before that, the third yeah. down. I think it was the Dalvin Cook one. Is that the same drive, yeah. or is that a later I think drive? It is. That one was like more like, come on, Dalvin, you're that open, yeah. but it led to what? What do you so were the Kirk Cousins into.
0: sneak is the the most humorous sneak I've ever seen. The, he doesn't move his lower body at all and he doesn't even try to get into the end zone. He just kind of like leans forward and hopes the ball will get in and for him to get stopped. So for them to get that far and get stopped, this is a very like interesting football thing. It's probably like very hard to explain to people that don't watch football. Maybe people that just like barely yeah. watch it because of that. The, uh, the bills couldn't take a knee, even if they did, they could have taken a safety, but then they would have given the opportunity to the, um, to the Vikings, Vikings to score, for yeah, a field you know, score on the next drive. They have to sneak it, and and Josh Allen fumbles the snap, and the Vikings score on defense. And then I'm like, This game's over. And I'm sitting on the couch, I'm like, On my phone, nuts. she's over in the other room doing her di- like dishes. And then I look up, and the Bills are in the red zone. I'm like, <laughs> Doing her dishes. I'm like, The Bills are in the red zone. Like, how'd this happen?
2: Like, oh, and, it felt like and uh, then they tie it. Uh, Mahomes. Yeah, and then they
0: tie it, and then they go to overtime. And it almost felt like this was going to be another one of those games where Josh Allen doesn't touch the ball in overtime. And uh, Kirk Cousins. It was very close. Yeah, they almost (laughs) made it happen.
1: Oh, my God. That game was exciting. Um, Yeah, Kirk Cousins, game of his life. But at some point, I think he just said, (laughs) it Jefferson's down there somewhere. That one-handed catch was insane. He made
0: another one on that same drive, and I think he made another one later in the game. They made one on the sideline that was pretty miraculous. He is
1: silent. The one that was like the would-be touchdown, yeah. and then they called it back because he was at yeah. the one or the half yard.
0: Yeah, the, the, <sighs> the, the catch that he made, and then he like pinned the ball on his thigh. One-handed, falling to the ground is one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. It might be the greatest catch I've ever seen because the Beckham one, he pushed off. Jefferson is like blanketed by the, the corner here and manages to like... It was dropped center. perfectly. Yeah, it was a good ball by Cousins and he somehow managed to grab it and pin it against his body and go to the ground and not lose the ball.
1: Insane. And speaking of that, once they scored and Josh Allen had to go back down the field, the Gabe Davis first down was flagrant Mm -hmm. of all. Like, I know it's in real time and it's hard, but inside two minutes warning, a pivotal game, you got to review those catches. You're the – because – and Belichick even brought it up. Belichick says that there should be some challenges inside at least a challenge yeah. inside the or at two least minutes. like a request to so review.
0: You, kind of like in baseball when you get after the seventh and you can request a crew chief challenge. Yeah. Or a exactly. chief. Now are they are you not allowed to um to um challenge pass interference anymore? So I feel like that I feel like that so. ended. But that that was a that so was too. a crapshoot too. That was a good time though. That was a crapshoot when that it was, was a thing good time. too. I mean, they almost never got the call right anyway. Yeah, the judgment yeah. call. That's what yeah, it you is. you shouldn't be able to challenge something that is subjective. It should be—is it a first down? Is it not? Is he down? Is he not? Not. Do you, Do you think you yeah, hit he that guy too hard? Um, and then the um the third game that you mentioned here, uh, the Monday night game, the trap game of the century, um, the Eagles. Now listen, I'll get to it in a second. The Eagles lose to the Washington um, uh, Commanders. I can't remember it anymore. Taylor Heineke plays a great game. <laughs> and, of course, there were some missed calls, but the Eagles, the, the biggest thing that sticks out to me here, I don't know about you, biggest thing that sticks out to me is the time of possession in this game. The time of possession uh-huh. was 40 minutes and 24 seconds for Washington to 19 minutes and 36 seconds to the Eagles. And the Eagles in the first half, I think, um, allowed Washington to run 51 plays Which is the most, uh, the highest number of plays that any team has run in the first half this season. The Eagles had two carries from running backs in the first half, one carry from Miles Sanders, one carry from Boston Scott. Um, Hertz carried the ball twice, and they—it's crazy that they held the ball for one third of the game and still almost won the game, if not for a couple fluky plays. And um, I've been telling you for two Uh, months now, the the, the thinnest. (laughs) position on the eagles was tight end and now look where they are goddard is out and they have nobody there they have this Stoll guy and then uh oh, grant J- calcaterra jack Stoll, oh, Jack excuse me and uh
1: rocking the the glorious number 86 which is the title this episode. yeah, yeah it, like, jack Stoll, but... who
0: they just signed out of a Wegmans. and then um and then uh <laughs> grant calcaterra who is uh actually just p- collected my recycling on monday Art. Oh, they they let go of Rodgers? Yeah, uh, Dick Rod's <laughs> not here anymore. Uh, you might be right. I don't think so. Yeah, but those are your run, those are your tight ends, and at, at this point, Goddard also provides you trade deadline. Tyree right. Jackson too, but um, yeah, the deadline's passed. I mean, it, Goddard provides you with so much more other than just his pass catching ability. It's going to be hard to repl, Size, it'll be hard dude. to replicate his run blocking ability too. This team is heading to a disaster. That's it. It, do you think this team is more like the 2020 Steelers or oh no, or like last year's oh, no. like Chiefs?
1: Good question. Uh, I would say somewhere in the middle, like a little bit yep. of both. But we're we're not a fake team like the Steelers. That was a fake team heading down to the playoff stretch. And as for the Chiefs, they were sh- up and down, struggling. Yep. And We haven't really faced that, and then obviously we're losing a tight end. Yeah,
0: they do have a, a, a couple of tough games coming up, though. I mean, all of a sudden now the Indy looks tough. Tennessee's been good.
2: Packers, Packers, Packers might be dangerous. Packers they still have two more town.
0: against the Giants. One against Washington. I'm sorry, did they? No, they beat Washington already. Dallas. Uh, one against Dallas. Dallas. And I mean, they mean the Bears mixed in there, too, and Justin Fields look like he's pretty dangerous. The, now, they, they've been getting gassed on the, on the ground the last few weeks, but they did make a signing today. They're bringing in uh, the veteran Linval Joseph. Yeah, the big cat played for the um, he was a giant once upon a time he was a Viking and then he was a charger. So at least he's going to provide a little bit of size in the middle of the defensive line in in the absence of Jordan Davis.
1: He's a big loss as well. Like you can tell his loss affected this entire defense Uh, and the
0: Texans game. I know nobody was actually watching the Texans game because nobody could get it on the app and the Phillies were playing at the same time. But I mean, the Texans may have actually planted the seeds for how to beat the Eagles, possess the ball. And run it down their throat. Yeah, I mean,
1: I mean that's how you do it in football and almost any sport. Like t- if you hold time in possession, run
0: the clock out,
1: you're more than likely to win. And as you said, they only controlled it for a third of the game, and they almost yeah. pulled I mean, it considering out. Considering the Goddard
0: but- play where he fumbled, where the you know <laughs> face mask, sure they missed it, but I mean they miss other stuff all the time. And then the um, the Quez deep ball that he he fell down and, and then fumbled. If Quez just falls down and they, yeah. and they touch him down, at least you're getting three there. And you're probably getting seven. And all of a sudden, the Eagles are in the lead. But instead, he just
1: turns into seven for the other yeah, team. Yeah, that would have well. been
0: Jalen's MVP play, too.
1: But also, I don't know why, but you, this happened last year with Sirianni and his play calling. He just avoids the run. Just stopped running the ball, yeah. and then in the second half they started running it, and that's when you saw the Eagles actually putting things together. Because yeah, you, when you're passing and you go three, and now obviously that hurts your time of possession. Yeah. You're putting your defense back out there, who just trying to get their breath under them. You, you, in you can abandon
0: the run when you have a Tom Brady or a, uh, a you know an Aaron Rodgers or a Josh Allen at quarterback. You can't abandon the run when your quarterback is still developing as a passer, and you really don't have that pro, that much of a prolific offense. And AJ Brown was clearly hurting. So they were really, you know, Zach Pascal's getting touches. Uh, Watkins is touching the ball. They're targeting Smith a bunch. It, it was Smith a bolted out pretty good, tough but game. that's because of necessity. Yeah, it was a tough game.
1: And AJ Brown, he was hurt, but seven yards, one or two catches, unacceptable, but you're hurt, you're hurt. And yeah, then you know? he got hurt on the one catch he had. <sighs> Hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I said last week, I think maybe I wrote it into existence saying it was Trap Game of the Year. Yeah. And I'm glad it's over, actually. Like, all right, whatever. It's expected. Rather lose to a division team, sure, because those games were always tough. But I didn't lose to Kirk Cousins. I didn't lose to Tua, who got concussed and beat me after concussion. And I didn't lose to Zach Wilson. So, yeah, I'm talking about those Buffalo Bill fans. So, I mean... That's right. It is the what Giants it is. Did beat the Bills. Yeah, and the Vikings, their only loss was to us. Yeah. So Vikings look like the team to beat, and I think they are second. Yeah, now all of a sudden in the power all rankings? of a sudden
0: you're you're in a virtual tie for first place. No, third, third. Uh, the Giants are a game out of not even just the um the division, but also the number one seed Conference. And then the Cowboys yeah. are what two games out now. So it's a it's it's going to be an interesting uh you know final stretch here.
1: You might have a team out in the playoff. As it's, seeing yeah. if the if what the NFC West gets it together soon. And the NFC South looks like they're going to beat each other up until the very yeah, end. One honestly. of
0: those teams is going to begrudgingly make the playoffs. And my guess is it'll probably be Tampa.
1: And if you had to pick the North, you never know. Packers always usually get hot during late in the season. Vikings, if they keep this up, they can win the yeah. division. Lions are going to go nowhere. And... The Bears, Dark Horse, of this, you know, mm. play spoiler.
0: Yeah, if anything, they're gonna, they might be able to fields. beat a bad team down the stretch. But, or beat a, beat a good team down the stretch, but I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um, is it more concerning for the offense going forward? Or, as I pose here, Wentz losing another job? Because Heineke, this team has some swagger and some juice with yep. him in the back.
0: Yeah. So, Heineke, uh, after every win, buys his teammates Jordans in the color of the team that he just beat. So he bought it. He bought his teammates green Jordans.
1: What a king! I think it's pretty cool. (laughs) What a king! Did you see the video? Beer out of a trash can. Post it. (laughs) Crazy enough, the people who brought it were in the lobby watching the game. I'm like, who the (laughs) fuck ordered Bush? What the fuck is that? And then I see the Instagram. I'm like, oh, gross! Get get out of here! Nonsense. Well, yeah, Bush Stadium stuff yeah. like that, but yeah, gross. I don't know. I I thought it was pretty funny seeing it, seeing him, and then for the other game, that we mentioned Patrick Peterson. This time, got the the chains yeah. and the celebration. Yeah,
0: so. good, good for the Vikings and good for the. Uh, I guess good for the Commanders that anything to uh, diminish any type of confidence that Carson Wentz still has left. <laughs> he's almost in the Simmons <laughs> thing where I'm just kind of glad he's not the problem uh, here anymore. I,
1: I already, I already penciled him in that I spot. can't wait till Reese Hoskins It's not, is not our, our problem. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Reese, if you're ever listening, you are welcome on the PHN. Your the wife show.
0: is welcome to buy us beer, but that's about it.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
1: Um, rest of The rest of the games, I'm not going to go all through them, but uh, Seahawks lost to the Buccaneers in Germany. Yes. Seahawks look like dogs. Like they came back to yeah, life. They, the Seahawks that we expect yeah, to see, but they almost pulled it out at the end. Honestly, uh, Cowboys choke a lead. McCarthy goes back to Green Bay and just gives Aaron Rodgers a W, so he left them happy and smiling. Uh, Giants continue to roll. Man, Saquon Barkley and Danny Dimes, one two combo right there. Did you know it's not Danny Dimes anymore? It is Vanilla,
0: Vanilla Vic. Vic so uh, he's officially the guy who assumed the nickname. I've been calling him that and I've been calling <laughs> Tannehill that for a while.
1: Gross. Don't do that. Tannehill is trash. I hate him.
0: I mean, it, if I, I was watching him. the other uh, Matt Ryan rush in real time in Texas, I would have called him Vanilla Vic too.
1: Vanilla sick. That's yeah. what it looked like actually. And then Broncos country just continued <laughs> to just trend downwards. Writing are riding works. like the uh, places on the fire on
0: September 11th <laughs> right now. Um, they're running like JFK. Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, all right, we'll just, running. I'll just ease into the Ball next Walker. segment right here with the uh, – uh, Who else? Jesus. Who else yeah. Amy Winehouse. Um, wow. Uh, the NFL hot seats. We'll just do a rapid yes. fire on these. Um, I'm going to name some coaches and quarterbacks. Can you tell me gone and either gone before the season, you can pick the week if you want, or stays or gone after the season. So, no during the season, after the season, or state. Is stays. this something
0: I'm deciding, or is this something I think they're going to do? What do you think okay. will happen? Obviously,
1: looking at this, I'll just go off the first one, Josh McDaniels. He's not fit to be a head coach, but we've seen teams keep these yeah. coaches around. So, we'll go with the Raiders. We have two for the Raiders, Josh McDaniels. Up on first, uh, on they the won't seat. get
0: rid of him, but the, he's not. I wouldn't want him there long term. He's not a guy that can run a team. Will you?
1: So you say one more year,
0: one more bad year, and I think he's done.
1: Derek Carr, do you think time to bench him slash move on from him?
0: I don't think I don't think they will, but um, if I'm the Raiders, if I'm if I'm as sorry as I look. And I'm gonna to be toward the top of the draft. I have to do my homework on quarterbacks. They gotta get a new another guy in there at some point. So I mean, footsteps, I don't think Jared Stidham is causing any um any, you know, anxiety <laughs> for Carr, but maybe next year if they get Anthony Richardson in there or something like that, maybe that'll cause a little bit of uh put a little bit of fear in his in his soul. Or Tom Brady. Interesting.
1: McDaniels is yeah. there. The same. Um Broncos. That's right. Uh your boy, Nathaniel Hackett. I
0: would fire him right this second. Uh will they let him go? I think there's a chance he's 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 a one and done. Um I, it's rare that you get a one and done in today's NFL. But um I think mm-hmm. there's a chance. I, I think he'll get a second year unless the unless they just go on a huge losing streak here. Um I would I, 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 I would fair. get rid of him and just go look for someone else.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Um, Mr. Unlimited, Mr. Unlimited himself, Russell Cringe Wilson. Uh,
0: they're, they're paying him and bench paying him? him until he's dust, so that they can't bench him.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks be bench. Yeah. Matt I mean, Ryan, him. Eli Manning, yeah. those guys for a yeah, game. I
0: mean, Wilson's contract extension hasn't even kicked in yet. I think he's That's there crazy. until what 2028, at oh, least. Unbelievable, unlimited funds for him.
1: <laughs> um, next one is you've been saying this for, I think, the past two, th- two three seasons. Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury. They are four and six right now. I think they host Monday Night Football. And our boy, Kyle Murray, said he doesn't feel too good about Monday.
0: <laughs> so, Nick Saban is, uh, is winding down.
1: Yes. He's not he's got coming two back. Two years
0: left, then. if he's going to win the championship next year, he's going to he's going to retire and go into the sunset with a championship, uh, being the greatest college coach of all time, and the the mm-hmm. greatest college coach currently in the NFL is Clifton Kingsbury. Uh, I I think Kingsbury gets another year. I I I think at some point he's going to go back to college though. Now is that
1: some point on his? on his timetable or is it the Cardinals firing him? So I
0: I think that the Cardinals are going to move on from him at some point. Um, I feel like they just gave him a a contract extension. I I don't know why I think that he may have, but I I think that he is more of a college guy. He can be a little bit more creative. He can, you know, recruit and all that kind of thing. I I wonder where it'll be. Um, well, you were saying California, right? Well, USC like made the perfect sense until they hire the guy from um, from Oklahoma instead. Um, uh, mm. What text that guy's name. Uh, Lincoln Riley. At Auburn, the Auburn job might be available. He doesn't strike me as an Auburn guy. He strikes me as more of like a hip, kind of like, like a U.S. Like where he was before. He was with um, – uh, he was at – um, yeah, where was he at? Uh, Texas Tech. It's a guy – yeah, I learned? think so. I mean, I I thought he'd be an interesting pick if um if Notre Dame like when um, when they moved on from Brian Kelly, um I'm, I'm glad they went with a the guy. They did Marcus Freeman, but I think he would have been an interesting guy there. I I, I think Kingsbury ends up back in college.
2: I think, Fair. but he, I think he eventually uh, makes one, a leap oh.
0: back to the NFL though. I think he goes to college has more success, and then comes back to the NFL. Maybe if Brent Venables, you know, kind of flames out in Oklahoma. You might see Kingsbury take take over down there.
1: For him, I'd probably yeah go back to college, get your your name, yep. get all your establishment, get your your reps in. You already did the NFL thing, and if the money's the thing, and college is and you're successful in college, obviously look at saving. just stay there and There's just build a, a, a There's dynasty There's more money
0: in college than there is in the pros. Uh, Matt Rule, I told the story a couple times. USC offered Matt yeah. Rule like 135 million dollars to go be the coast there. He got like what 40 from the Panthers. He's,
1: he's still going to get paid for the Pandas for the next, what, five years or something yeah. like that? So, I mean, he's all right. Um, I, that blow up with with Kyler Murray and Hopkins on the sideline, and you saw Mr. Clapper there just <laughs> telling all right, let's go. That's that's very college-y. Yeah. Like, I can't see, you know, Bill Belichick doing or something like that. You guys like have to hug it out now. Reed. Yeah, so I think he's built for the college, but we'll see. I mean, he was gifted, basically, by the ownership, all these— Random parts that are all yeah. sort of like AJ Green, Hopkins, JJ Watt, Zach Ertz. At one point, Kyler Murray, you're basically hand picked first pick as the new coach.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they, they I got mean, rid of Rosen pretty quickly. A, a, what a
1: plethora of running backs they had at one point. Yeah. Um, who else? Like, they had played Larry Legend, I think, he was there for a year before he left. Yeah, they went, they went, so, out I mean, and got we'll see with got the Cardinals, too. There you and
0: go, JJ Watt. Uh, next
1: one on the list. Dallas Cowboys Mike McCarthy
0: uh, uh, Jerry Jones is too stupid to move to move on from uh, McCarthy he'll be there forever
1: I think he's going to be done next who, season who takes over though? Early do you next think season
0: they going to kill him more do you think they bring someone else in Oh dude if Sean Payton wants to come honestly, back in Dallas They might go with um they might go with like the defensive coordinator um uh the guy that was with the Wade no, Phil. He was with the uh he, he coached Dan Quinn. Dan Ooh, Quinn's been on that he's would been be auditioning interesting. himself for the last few years. He's shown he's a great coordinator, just not a bad not a good head coach.
1: I mean, maybe you are always a for as a coordinator. Look at Josh McDaniels. And I mean the Dan Quinn Trash. I mean, maybe
0: they maybe they elevate Quinn. I'm sorry, maybe they elevate um Kellen Moore and all of a sudden your OC is uh, Josh McDaniels your DC's Dan Quinn, you got a great staff.
1: Yeah. Never know. Uh, this one's a little iffy. Lions, Dan Campbell. I don't think
0: so. Um, I, they seem to like him there. And it, it's mm-hmm. kind of... It, I just feel like nothing's he's changed. He's in an impossible spot, though. The team sucks. <laughs> he's got DeAndre Swift, yeah. and, like, that's it. And Amonra St. Brown.
1: And they traded their best uh, weapon yeah, they traded to Hocken the Hocken division. to
0: Another team in the division, yeah.
1: The Vikings... By the way, no, I, no, yeah, was by it the way, had a
0: good game on Sunday.
1: Uh, two, uh, three more, Packers. Matt Lafleur. They
0: stick with him, and Rogers leaves.
1: This time around, okay. Um, Commanders, last two, Riverboat Ron Rivera. Uh,
0: thoroughly outcoached Sirianni on Sunday. I, I or Monday. I think he stays there.
1: And then last one, Carson.
0: So the Wentz. XFL just did their draft this week. Um, I don't know if he'd be eligible for the draft next year, but um. <laughs> I don't think he's taking any of these guys' jobs. I think he... I don't know. Where, where do you think he'll be next year? Who would want him as a starter? It, uh, maybe the Saints?
1: Maybe Tampa? Jesus maybe
0: Christ. Houston? No, Levy Smith is old school. He sees garbage when he sees it. I mean, it's, it's only um... right. Maybe Daniel Jones becomes a free agent, and the, uh, the Giants need a quarterback there.
1: Dude, if he just sticks around the NFC East, I'm going to lose my shit.
0: I'll lose my shit, honestly. I don't don't think he has the mental makeup to handle being a backup.
1: Well, wouldn't be the first. Ben Simmons is coming off the bench. So they they don't belong here.
0: What a cursed year 2016 Uh, was that you go from Simmons, Wentz, and Nolan Patrick and Mickey Moniak are your first picks in each draft.
1: For the big three there, three number
0: one overall guys, and then number two in there, and they're all gone. Yeah, terrible. Yikes.
1: Um, last one Thursday night football. Well, last football one anyway. Uh, Thursday night football in a couple days. We have the Tennessee Titans at Green Bay Packers. I'm curious. I wish I saw this prior, but I wanted to know if the Titans were favored heading into this before Green mm-hmm. Bay basically came from behind and won. Because now Green Bay is minus three, uh, flat, and then over under is forty one in yeah, Green Bay. Don't know what the weather is going to be like though. I Green
0: bet you it was one and a half in favor of the Titans until the um I, I probably, until the Green Bay thing. I can see that. Yeah, Green Bay coming back and winning that game Sunday is huge. At home too,
1: and they play at home again on a prime time. Probably the first prime time in Green Bay this year, right?
0: Uh, I believe so. Um, tomorrow night in so tomorrow morning in Green Bay nine a.m. going to be twenty seven degrees. There is a forty uh, percent chance of snow tonight. It's going to be twenty six tomorrow night. Uh, no snow in the forecast, but twenty six is freezing cold.
1: This is where you got to rely on the run game for Tennessee. Honestly, Derrick Henry, he's just got to that grown man hitting another grown man in the fridge frigid yeah. cold. I I would say advantage
0: Tennessee. I'm going to go advantage Packers. Rodgers has played in this weather before. They have two big physical running backs. I, I I go advantage Packers in this game with the weather.
1: All right. Well, there you. Go. I'll I'll take Tennessee. You take Green okay. Bay. That's fair. Do you like the? What, what do you like on the over under?
0: Um.
2: Hmm.
1: I like the under on this one.
0: Uh. Like, yeah, I, I,
1: the whiteout for Green Bay. Eh.
0: I, I might go over.
1: You might yeah. go over. I sneak that in
0: there. Uh, All Jesus, right. Why did I bet the fucking Warriors.
1: Oh, me too. I bet the I, that alone you just told yeah, me that they lost. Oh, gross. Did did Clay Thompson get beat again by Booker and get kicked out again? Oh, gross. All right. Uh, second to last segment of the night, and then we'll wrap it up. As we're nearing the one hour mark, uh, this next segment, I just wanted to give a quick uh, appreciation moment for one, the process. Joel Embiid, friend of the show. Oh,
0: wait, uh, first touchdown for the uh, the Packers game.
1: Oh, ooh, sorry about that. Mm, since I'm biased here, I don't want the Titans to win. I'd say if it's Tanning Hill starting, I say Tanning Hill runs it because he's a he prick.
0: Played, uh, yeah, he played last week, so I think he'll play.
1: So then, yeah, I might go with him. If not, their tight end, whoever the tight end. I don't is think Derrick Henry is going to get
0: Pruitt, it. I think it's their tight end. Um, Ooh. I am going to go with oh, the Austin Hooper's the tight end. I'll go. Um, I'm going to go Tunyon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Tunyon with a backup plan being AJ Dillon.
1: Are you going to parlay with first baskets?
0: Uh I was close last night. I was 2 out of 3 on a three-legger. Would have won me like 700 bucks.
1: Did you see the uh, the TikTok with uh someone had Stephen Adams and they put I think 100 bucks or something like that. And Stephen Adams Steve Adams got fouled early in the, fr- in the first quarter yeah. obviously and he's at the line and he doing some oh, both off up.
0: the <laughs> I had uh, I had Miles Turner tonight. He missed a four footer in the first five seconds of the game. Oh. Dude, I had one last year. I had Evita Zubots in a game. It was the only mm. game being played at the time, and he missed. I shit you not, two two shots <laughs> in the first thirty seconds of the game, and then I think Paul George sunk the uh, the first basket. I was like, you gotta be kidding.
1: He like let me handle yeah. this body. <laughs>
0: yeah, last year was pretty torturous. Oh, that's
1: rough. Hopefully you. I was there when you, you got, like I think, two of them.
0: I was there. I was at Applebee's I once. Sure I was I three out of four, and I needed Russell Westbrook to win me like t- 2100 bucks, And it didn't happen. <sighs> He's too busy on the bench. or locking down
1: Katie. Uh, next segment, um, Joel Embiid, Rob. On Friday's episode, we mentioned like the next three games we're going to be at mm. home. It's going to be the rubber match against the the Hawks after playing in Atlanta. Then they were gonna turn around and host the Jazz, who are surprisingly good this year, and then they would have basically a week off. And the next time we and record, they will, they will host the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little a weird. A week.
0: Yeah, it is a weird schedule. I, it, it,
1: and I think you said two and three. Uh, if yeah, I'm I am not mistaken, said, I think you said, I said two the and win three.
0: Two, and they'll lose the the game against the Jazz um, because I thought Embiid was going to sit. In fact, he did the exact opposite of sitting and broke like every record imaginable. So. He's the first player well, since, um, uh, since blocks became a stat to have 50 blocks, uh, 50 blocks, uh, 50 points. <laughs> could you imagine? 50 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, and five. Who's shooting. It's <laughs> a <laughs> You and me. And some guy in a wheelchair. Um, it was a double amputee that does the no, end of no, the Sixers no. games. Um, he's, <laughs> a, he's the first player ever to have 50, 10, <laughs> 5, and five blocks. And he had, I think he had the third highest, or he, he's the. Th- Third highest amount of points by a player in a Sixers uniform behind Wilt and uh, Iverson. Dude, he's so yeah, special. Dude, he he feasted on Mark and then the poor kid.
1: I mean, did you see the <laughs>
0: the the late the foul? Clip, yeah. He uh Yeah, he basically Yo, I gotta go babysit, right? Yeah, but, he's a liar. Uh, he said his baby's asleep at seven <laughs> thirty
2: Nobody he he was took the. 7, uh, I think
0: Tatum did it also with um, with what's Tatum's kid's name? I think it's Tatum's son's name is Deuce. Deuce. Yeah. Um. He mm. he used the Tatum line. He said, "I got
1: or R.I.P. Kobe." Yeah,
0: yeah, probably. <laughs> I got you today. Um, he he told um Mark and I need you to miss these because we can't go to overtime. I gotta get home and put my my son to sleep. But then after the game, he <laughs> said, "I lied. My son's asleep at 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Oh my yeah. god. Um, yeah, it was off well, uh, they... the uh, viewing experience. I didn't see the whole game, but I, this was this was delicious when I watched it.
1: Dude, I was, I was heading to the locker. I sit down. <laughs> I I seen that you text me. I didn't read until I sat on the bench to like go and change. And I just see the stats. And the stats that you sent me weren't even the official numbers because the game was probably still going on. And he had more to it. I was like, what oh, yeah, is going on? I think I texted
0: at 52 at the time I texted you or something, or 51.
1: I'm like... I'm, I told my boy, like, yo, Embiid has so-and-so. He's like, what in <laughs> the fuck? He's still almost lost. And then I, get on the, I get on the radio, and it's like a different number. I'm like, he's still scoring? <laughs> what is going on here? What the and fuck? And still almost um, lost. Here's the official. and it's, Yeah, that's that's the that scary so- part. <laughs> um, Sixers beat the Jazz 105-98. Oh, out of 105, Embiid basically dropped 60. Yeah, half the, over half um, the points.
0: He had more points than the, um, than the Jazz starters at one point.
1: Yeah, right. Um, Embiid ended up obviously with fifty nine points in thirty seven minutes, nineteen to twenty eight from the field. Good sign right there. He took a lot of three point shots. Mm-hmm. He was one of five. At least he made one. This this is the number that I love. I love to see right yeah. here, eighty three percent from the free throw. He was twenty of twenty four. The reason I rough. love
0: to see this that's what we it's because that's what we need. Nuggets to see. fans get so upset about it because they keep saying Jokic doesn't need the the uh, the free throws to be this good. I, I love watching Nuggets fans wet their pants on on uh, Twitter. <laughs> oh, we got! I, I like it because it shows. Don't
1: don't do that again. I was like, yes, my ticket's alive. Nope, dead. Um, I I like this because it shows aggressiveness, and also you go into the rim, being aggressive. The only thing I don't like about that, he likes to flop, and if he gets hurt, the season's pretty much dead. But continuing on with the stat line, Rob, he had a total of eleven rebounds, ten of which were on defense. So good, good on there. Eight assists, one steal, seven blocks—not fifty. He did have five turnovers <laughs> and three personal <laughs> fouls. Fifty
0: blocks would have been pretty impressive. <laughs> That's a it ties a career high, by the way, with uh, the blocks.
1: Really? Yeah. And then he had a plus twenty-five. I know you're good on the yeah the, the, rest plus, of the minus. Team is yeah, plus minus Yeah, plus plus twenty-five. Um, no, the, the rest of the had a plus. Yeah,
0: that if... was a pretty easy win. All things even Thibault weird at the end, but um, it, it was a good win. We, a weird Sunday night game. Uh, it, it, and and by
1: the way, is that the is this the lineup to go with Thibault back to back uh games he started? Well,
0: considering he took two shots, um, yeah, it's so weird. It's, it's like having been out there. Time has been so sporadic, and then all of a sudden with um. I think House was out or no? Yeah, House was out. um No, House played. Who was the who was out? Um, what Mountain. One of the um, right? One of the wings was out. The melton played. House missed the game before, I think. Um, but Thibault got the start. Tucker did nothing. PJ Tucker. I've never seen a guy just go. Do I have to? He played twenty nine minutes and even register a stat.
1: Rob, you can't yeah. say he doesn't do nothing. We've had that before. Richard.
0: Daniel yeah, Green Jr. Whatever it is, Daniel name. Richard Green Jr. Yeah, I, I, Tucker had one assist and one rebound in 29 minutes. Didn't even attempt a shot. Ben you know, desk. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not surprised at this he's, point. Like trying to save his body for the playoffs. That's not, that's fine. But and B, and Draymond, out there too. carrying this stupid team. No hardened either. Yet. Yeah, Maxi yeah, Thibault uh, out there is interesting. In Thibault, you have to play him with shooters because he has no gravity. And it, it, I saw it, it happened a few times last year where Thibault will stand in the corner and nobody on the opposing team will even pay him any mind because he's he's you he, he basically, he's not a threat. Yeah, yeah it, mean, runs, it runs in the country. He's a threat when he
1: throws up. <laughs> he's a threat when he's in the corner. He's about to shoot because it's going to be an air ball. You might as well yeah, just catch it amongst those other he's a five threat to guys. To the fans because right.
0: the ball might hit somebody in the head. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Matisse. I do like Thibault. I hope Whatever. he figures things out, but um. Because, I mean, remember, the, remember, I think I might have even mentioned this to you. There was that Saturday game last year against the Warriors where he clamped Steph, and it was like, this is yes, awesome. Yes, like This, this team's fun. And he was like, this is, this is what this we is need. our house. And he's, yeah, that, that's fun, Thiebel, when he's a, a good role player. But it's when he's thrust into these big roles is when he's not effective because he can't do anything on the offensive end of the floor.
1: If, if somebody, let me think. If someone were to, like, make an edit of his highlights, just take that game alone right yeah. there. And just show someone, like, this, yeah, the this is the highlights. This is all he does. And he dunked. And if you're trying to, like, get him off the books, just show him the highlights of that. Like, this is what you can get. He shut down Steph Curry. Weird
0: is never mind weird is he's got some bounce. Like, he's dunked on guys before. He's caught lobs. Yeah. It, it's so weird.
1: He can get aggressive yeah. or, like, upset, but the thing is he wears it on his sleeve, yeah. and it, once he accumulates one or two fouls, it's, like, not it's just recurring i've
0: never seen a, a supposed elite defender get beat off the dribbles off somebody like him though like he's very good with the chase downs and he picks you from behind and he can block the shots and things and he jumps in the passing lanes but when you get past him he, he can't do anything
1: like on, i mean it's like, kind of scary ball. that's gonna be your
0: yeah
1: i was gonna say it's it's kind of scary that's like your kind of your young yeah. defensive player and you play against each other in practice, if Joel Embiid's not cooking him and everybody else is, yeah. we have a bigger yeah, issue. It makes here. sense,
0: though, because when he was in college, he played a lot of zone at Washington. So I guess it's it's mm-hmm. kind of carrying over into the pros. And Embiid is also in the paint to gobble up you know, floaters and layups and things like that. So maybe that's what they're, they're just teaching him to do.
1: They got to figure it out, though, with him. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Um, lastly, MLB free agent of – I couldn't speak. It's late. That's what has it's happened.
0: Late. But at the same time, nothing's happened.
1: A ton. Is it six or seven days now? Well, officially Uh, seven, right? Now that we're like on Thursday, Thursday
0: will be the the seventh day. Or, well, Thursday will be the eighth day. So so the end of Wednesday is now seven. Baseball free agency moves very slowly. I know this is like the first time we've covered a normal free agency. (laughs) Um, This is pretty much Mm -hmm. how it usually is. You get one or two things that happen, maybe like a a trade, um, a couple guys sign, and then like you wait until January for anybody else to move. Like, I bet you Correa doesn't sign until after Thanksgiving.
1: Mm, he wants to enjoy yeah, the but, family. But he day.
0: signs in, in December. Uh, Trey Turner, probably. The first domino that falls, I think, will be Bogarts.
1: That's an interesting or, one. Or
0: Swanson. Swanson is, feels interesting to me because I, I don't think he wants to get burned like Freeman did. And the Braves are probably trying to push to keep him. And I bet you he's got offers right now that are higher than what he expected to get. And then once once are not keeping him though. Bogart sets the, the you know the market, then I think the I think that. Turner and Correa are waiting for Bogart's and Swanson to sign. Because they know that they're better than both of those guys. And that if, <laughs> it's all about if the Swanson money. gets, I don't know, seven years one seventy five. And then Bogart gets, you know, six years, one sixty, Turner's gonna be like, Yeah, I want I want eight, two fifty, and Correa can say I want six, two hundred or whatever the, you know. Jesus,
1: I just want someone that's not going to break the bank. Is good on both sides of the of the of the position, and is here for the long term, not here for some bullshit yeah. one or two years and then he yeah, got well, it. Carlos Rodon, by the way, for the long term. This
0: morning, Carlos Rodon supposedly met with the Phillies, so we'll see if anything happens oh, there. Fingers crossed. And Dom, Dombrowski Dude. claims that they will open up the checkbook this offseason. Dude, Wheeler
1: Nola. Rodon, Suarez, and possibly uh, who? Uh, Syndergaard. I, I read, read this he, morning that they, they were going to come keep back.
0: the fifth spot open for guys like Sanchez and uh, Painter and uh, Falter. So, I so like sounds like they're not going to sign somebody. That.
1: I, I'm not mad at it. Um, well, let's go with the big domino that fell in the recent, yeah, probably, probably no, the six seven biggest
0: biggest
1: days. Name. Um, Jock Peterson. Keeps to the Giants.
0: Yeah, see, I, t- I, I, I told you him getting the qualifying offer is going to hurt his free agency. I'm actually not surprised. Yeah. So, so he, Only two players um, signed the qualifying offer. Uh, Peterson was one of them. And uh, there is a clause in the CBA where if you if you accept the qualifying offer, you cannot be offered at the following year. So Peterson, Ooh, like, I, like I said last team week, him, him getting the qualifying there. offer and then declining it going to free agency would have been a bad move for him because I don't think any team is going to give up a, an early draft pick to sign a guy like him when You can get a ben, Benintendi for much better, or even you know, shoot for the moon and get judge. Um, this is a good move by him, actually.
1: And the other player is uh, Martin Perez. He stays that with also Rangers. made
0: sense. He felt like a cardinal to good me. For him, and yeah, I, he's super comfortable in Texas. And if he balls out again, he's kind of on a prove it, teal. If he balls out again, he, he's going to get a good contract next year
1: for sure. Um, but of course. The big name wasn't Jock Peterson or Martin Perez. It was Rob's boy, one Meatball <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. Meatball to Farm to the junkies,
0: stay in there. So Meatball, so Farm. it's three. It's two years with I believe forty-one million dollars guaranteed, or forty million dollars guaranteed. It's thirty-four million dollars <sighs> and then a six million dollar buyout, or he can get seventeen million in the third year. So it, it's at least two years and at least forty million for him. So but it could move for both sides. They needed him. He needs them. I think it's a good spot for him.
1: Yeah, he loved New York. He wanted yeah. to stay. He wanted to come he back. Is, he's all about a the big money. And apparently, I think it was passing, or I think it was passing, or somebody else. Forget the the other guy's name. Forgive me. But on Twitter, he was saying in a thread with the, the Rizzo signing that Rizzo and Judge have become very yeah. close in the, in the last yeah, couple of years. Two, they so. went to
0: um so. Rizzo Judge and um Lemay. went to a Rangers game last year too. In the playoffs, so those are like scoping it managers, out, I think. On that team, I think Rizzo is very important to that team. Stan,
1: I would say Stan's Stan very
0: important to that team, too. Um, they got to keep the core in place if they're going to contend anytime soon because they got all that money tied into that pitching staff with Garrett Cole making 300 um, million.
1: Yeah, Uh, next one, and we'll, there was also some trades, yeah. but we'll get that at the end. Um, Angels, big signing, left handed pitcher Tyler Anderson from the very Dodgers.
0: Interesting. Big he uh, he, right he sucked until last year, and, um, yeah. and he became very good. So we'll see what happens with the Angels. Hey, you know what, hey, you stay- know what happens when the Angels signed a guy that was good before. Um, so he'll but take the under on his number of he keeps starts it. and take the under on his innings this year because he'll probably be on the I.L. by May 15th.
1: <laughs> but let's just take it for what I'll it look, is right, on paper. Fit. He's there. Decent. He's not going to be your, your, your ace, but he's a decent hand yeah. right there. The two generational talents and whatever they else they can muster up, yeah. if they can get something make from a splash Rendo in the offseason
0: Adele, Yeah.
1: So I mean, there's something. It's just the manager in question, and see if this team can finally get it yeah. together. They have, they, have,
0: they have something they can work with in the rotation. They have Otani. They have Tyler Anderson. They have Reed Detmers. They have um, the, the Sandoval, and then I think they have a kid named Su- Jose Suarez. I think is his name. They have something that resembles a decent team there. And they have Logan O'Hoppy coming up. They they have you know they can talk themselves into Joe Adele. Fletcher's not bad. The second baseman. I I I think they might be in play for one of these shortstops too. Um, I don't I don't know who it'll be, but I think they could go out and sign like a. I could see them sign a Trey Turner.
1: It's not. I mean, you have California as your backdrop. You have you have the outfield covered with. Uh, the Millville kid. I keep forgetting Trout. his name. He's a
0: very forgettable player.
1: Trout. Tr- <laughs> he's, he's the face of baseball, yet I really see Otani more than I see Trout. Yeah, Ohtani's probably the face of baseball. And Ohtani man. is a dual threat, but with that, he's aging. He's so this his final year. that got to capitalize it on now. That too. You just got Anderson. I mean, it's not like no one wants to play in California. It's just, can you have a winning culture yeah. in California? For the Angels, and historically, it's not been the case. Who's going to be
0: the manager going forward? We don't really know yet.
1: Give me Ozzy Gee and just bring some life into this team. I thought that would be a
0: good landing spot for Don Mattingly. No, he's too chill. I don't think he would take him to the next level. I just think it made sense because their ownership would go after a guy with a name.
1: True. Excuse me. Um, next one on the list: Astros keep Rafael Montero yeah. on a multi-year. He's an older deal.
0: reliever, and he's only got one good year, and it gave him three years, so I, it's a little concerning. But for a team that can, you know, consistently develop but town, it's not a big deal.
1: I wasn't going to spend that much money. Supra- on him. I would love him to come I'm here, surprised but I do not they that, that much, much
0: to stay when they just develop relief pitchers left and right. <laughs>
1: Honestly, uh, next one: Brave sign right-handed pitcher Nick Anderson. So he
0: elected free agency after being um, sent to the minors by the Rays. Um, if, if he mm-hmm. can get back to what he was with the Rays, he, he's going to be a dangerous piece for them.
1: And dangerous for us, I guess. Yeah. Um, What else is on the list here? All right, before we get to the guys who rejected the qualifying offers, well, no, actually, let's go with it. Down the list, Aaron Judge, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Jacob DeGrom is still out there. Dansby Swanson, as you mentioned, Carlos Verdone met with the Phillies today or yesterday. Brendan Nimmo still there. I can't believe he's still not a Matt. I don't no, know what they're, they're waiting on. Him. Wilson Contreras, Chris Bassett, and Nathaniel Ibaldi. That's a big old yeah, list the there.
0: Players. It's not as deep as years past, and I, I feel like it's pretty mm-hmm. wide open. Like I can see some of these guys. Uh, all of these guys, I could see almost all of them staying where they were, uh, except for maybe Contreras and um, and Degrom, Turner, but and, and Turner too, but. I can also see a lot of turmoil. Like there's maybe three teams for each each of these guys that can maybe get them.
1: Mm-hmm. And let's see. And now the the transactions that That's happened. Mariners. A couple trades. I didn't. This is malpractice. Maybe if you can find it, great. If not, no worries. But I just put what the team received, not what they gave up. But the Mariners received outfielder. I my butcher the name. Tail Oscar Hernandez from yeah. the Blue Jays. And I think Passen mentioned it was a, a top prospect. Yeah, they, or so they gave up um, a pretty good so player.
0: Picture Eric Swanson, and, and then a really good prospect for him. Um, Hernandez leaves one crowded outfield and joins another. Um, the Mariners have Jesse Winker, uh, Mitch Haniger is a free agent. They have um, Jared Kelly. They have J Rod. Yeah, so it's a little crowded there. I think that um, this is setting up another move for the Mariners. And I think that Jesse Winker gets traded um, either. I think he either goes to the Mets for something, mm-hmm. somebody on the infield, maybe a Jeff McNeil, or I think the Ooh. more realistic one is he goes to the the uh, Yankees in exchange for Glaber Torres, um, because I think that just makes too much sense. Uh, Torres can replace Adam Frazier at second and Winker can slot into left field if they don't sign Ben Benintendi. So I, I think that's a, a landing spot for him or he can go to the giants and see what they can get out of that. But I, I think Jesse Winker is probably the next guy to move out of, um, of Seattle, especially with Hannah grading free agency as well.
1: Interesting. And then the busiest team of the day, the Tampa yeah, Bay they, Rays, the ma- Rays making three different trades. Yeah,
0: they, they were, um, they were outspoken in letting teams know that they were willing to move pitching. Um, McClanahan, was available potentially Uh Tyler glass. Now they fielded calls from the Mets and the Cubs for him. Um, the, the, is this their fire sale? I think what they're doing is they got to make room on the 40 man roster because they always pick a guy in the, in the, uh, the Rule five draft. Rule five draft is when mm-hmm. you're in the minors for five plus years. And you're not on the 40 man roster, which means you can't be selected to the majors. Um, a team can draft you, but then they got to keep you on the roster all year long. And I, Tampa has had success finding random guys in other teams, minor league systems that they can just develop. So my guess is hmm. that they're going to, they're going to be targeting somebody in the rule five draft.
1: Jesus noted. Um, well, the Rays in the first transaction, they went to Miami and they picked up right-handed pitchers, Santiago Suarez and Marcus
0: Johnson. I got nothing.
1: <laughs> Next, it went west to the giants and they picked up the outfielder, Tristan Peters. I got nothing and then right-handed pitcher Alfredo Sarraga, maybe I may butcher that name, from the Cubbies. I
0: would hazard a guess that there have been fewer than 10 players whose first name starts with A and last name starts with Z that have played in Major League Baseball. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about these guys, but I bet you they'll all be really good. I was just going to say, they'll all be really I think you don't have nothing on they'll him They'll probably either. be really good
1: <laughs> watch. Um, let's look for what it is. They probably dumped a bunch of pitchers. And probably picks or whatever. They picked up three pitchers and an outfielder. Yeah. They might package that into something as well. Yeah. I mean, the Rays are doing something. I've heard of the
0: second guy. I've heard of that Tristan Peters guy. I don't know anything about the other guys, though. But, -hmm. I mean, if the Rays want somebody on your team, you probably say no because there's a reason they want them. They might be (laughs) the smartest organization in baseball.
1: Honestly. It's a, what did you say, Howie Roseman-esque? Yeah. Making these sneaky San deals, Presti esque. Oh, yeah, that's a better one. Sam Presti, my man's living on like 30 picks, though.
2: Yeah,
1: so. Um, well, Friday's episode, we'll speak more on the MLB awards. They all yeah. came out, I think, all of them, right? Uh, MVP is good, so the we'll, only we'll one touch we on that tomorrow. It should come out by the end yeah, of the we week. Got, we got or rookie next week. of the year
0: manager of the year and Cy Young. MVP, I would imagine, will come out at some point this week, most likely by Friday,
1: yeah. so probably just in time. For the episode uh, to air, uh episode eighty-seven. Who do you me. like
0: in the American League? It's Alvarez, Judge, and Otani. <sighs> it's got to be Judge, right? Yeah, and who do you like in the NL? It's uh, I think it's Goldschmidt, Machado, and Arenado. All three guys that the Phillies beat.
1: <laughs> I would venture to say Goldie, mm-hmm. but small market, so
0: I I think it'll be Goldie. I say Machado. I think it'll be Goldie. He's, he's due. Either way, can't go wrong with any of those three, honestly. Arnauto had a case, too. I I think it is Machado or Goldie, but if you pick either one of them, I'm not upset. Machado's an amazing player. Machado's one of the best players in baseball. He's legitimately a two-way star. Goldie's not terrible on defense. He's great.
1: (laughs) Um, On Friday's episode, we'll do the MLB Awards, and we'll update you guys on anything that happened in the free agency. It'll be a loosey-goosey episode, of course. We might talk Sixers preview with the Bucks coming into town again. Uh, hopefully we have our second great game on Thursday night, because otherwise it'll be a quick review. Maybe not even a review. Yeah. We'll just mention who won, who lost. <laughs> yeah, right. The snow for uh, Sunday. And then we'll do Office of the Picks for week 11, the preview picks. And I don't know if I'm missing anything else, Rob. Uh, that's it. I'll oh, probably like a top five, right? Nice little top five or a little draft. And that'll be yeah. it.
0: We'll do our thing. All
1: right. We'll do our thing. Um, Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a good night.